0: Greetings my dear friend, welcome to tonight's stream from the Revive Nation's channel. I believe that you are growing in the Lord, I believe that you are climbing this mountain with God on a daily basis. You remember what our prophet taught us last week, that there can be a conversation that we can have with the people around us, which can invite the presence of God which can manifest the presence of God, which can usher in the greatness, the goodness, the kindness, the blessings and the grace of God into our lives. And I believe that over the course of this week, we've been doing exactly that. That we've been engaging in conversations, in relationships with people that are intentional to walk with God People that are intentional to grow in their relationships with God. People that are intentional to uh, have conversations that are going to be edifying, mutually edifying and glorifying the name of Jesus. What a blessing it is to have a family here on the Revive Nation stream. I praise God for each and every one of you that come in here early and you start to greet one another and uh, share your burden with one another and pray for one another and make sure that you're not just doing life all by yourself, but that we are doing this in community. You know, times and seasons like this can be really hard on a lot of people because Uh, Sometimes the world around us teaches us to just isolate ourselves and to remain outside of community. But I do believe that there is a blessing in good godly relationships. And, you know, it is very, very important that we choose these relationships and we choose these conversations that we will engage in in these relationships very wisely. Because if we uh, get involved in conversations that can uh, take us off track, that can take us away from God, it can end up becoming a curse instead of a blessing. You know, the Bible says that God's people are uh, perishing because of a lack of knowledge, because of ignorance, because they are unaware of the power their words carry. You know, your words create your words. You know, I'm just rewinding whatever our father taught us last week. It is necessary that we remember that everything that we speak, everything that we listen to, everything that we give our attention to, it has the power to bring a blessing on on our lives. And it has the power to disconnect us from the blessing of God upon our lives. So let us continue to be vigilant and let us continue to grow in community. Let us continue to pursue godly and righteous friends. I like it what, what the psalmist said in Psalm 10. One uh, where he said, I'm going to disconnect from certain kind of people and I'm going to connect with certain kind of people. And he lists out all the people in his life that he's going to keep away from. And then he says in verses, I am going to pursue, I'm going to seek after the ones that are faithful, that love God. I'm going to seek them out and I'm going to be companions with those kind of people. Uh, My prayer is that each and every one of us on this stream will find faithful, godly, and and rooted believers in this season to be companions with. On this Wednesday night service, we've been studying the heart of God. This is uh, called heart to heart, and it has to come from the heart of God. To our hearts. It has to come from what God is desiring about us. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, let them that has an ear, let them hear what the Spirit is speaking to the churches. Let them that has an ear. If we have our spiritual ears open, if we have our attention towards God, Active at all times if we are constantly seeking to hear what God is speaking and not what the multitudes what our Friends and our families our peers what they are speaking if we we can constantly give attention to what God is speaking What the Holy Spirit is speaking what he is doing in our lives Then we will not miss out on the greatness that we are called to achieve friend I need you to remember this today that you are not here by an accident. You are not on this stream by a coincidence. No, you are here because there is a greatness that is shut on the inside of you. And every time that you come to receive a word, there is something being unearthed, something being discovered, something is being brought out, the glory that is supposed to be yours the greatness that is supposed to be yours it is being unearthed and you are being transformed your identity is being revealed and the lord is doing a deep work on the inside of you sometimes it may take time for things to manifest sometimes it is manifesting in ways that we didn't think was possible we didn't think this is how God is going to use me. We didn't think this is how God is going to bless me, but it will still happen. Irrespective of how it happens, how God chooses to do his work, he will still definitely do his work. Your marriage is for the glory of God. Your finances is for the glory of God. Your health, I'm telling you in this season, When the world is struggling with health crisis, let me remind you this, my dear friend, you are blessed and your health is for the glory of God. Everything that God has blessed you with, it is for his glory and you will see his glory manifest, even in difficult, challenging, uh, you know, and uh, uh, days where you may be attacked you will see the glory of God manifest and you will come out of things, you will come out of situations, you will come out of challenges, you will come out of attacks as an overcomer because you will experience victory in every step. Today we are going to the book of Revelation in chapter 22 and the Bible says in uh, verse 1 of this particular chapter This is again the continuation of the vision that John, the Apostle, he is experiencing. Uh, He has seen the wife of the Lamb. That's what we learned last week. How the church looks like. How the church feels like. What was the church built upon? What was the church led by? And we continue that vision. And the Bible says in verse 1 of Revelation chapter 22, Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life clear as crystal and this river it was flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. This is so beautiful. We've spoken multiple times about the river of God, the reverse of God, the multiple streams that are available when we tap into everything that God is speaking and doing and releasing. And the Bible says that this river was the river of life. It it had the water of life and it flowed from the throne of God the Father and of the Lamb. Now in this part of the book of Revelation you would uh, actually continually see the uh, manifestation and the revelation of who God is, right? And you would see God the Father who is seated on the throne and then you would see a revelation of God the Son Jesus who is also seated on the throne and now you will see God the Holy Spirit. It says, That from the throne, from the throne of the Father and of the Son, from the throne of God and of the Lamb, there flew a, 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 a river and this river had the water of life. This river was clear as crystal and this carried the river of life, the water of life. And it flows, where does it flow out from? it flows from the throne of God that's so beautiful you should understand this that today you and I we have access to that river we have access to this water of life we have access you know Jesus sat with the woman at the well and Jesus told her hey if you will trust in me if you will believe in me I'm gonna give you a kind of water that will uh, quench your thirst and you would never have to look for water again. And you will never have to go hunting for men. You will never have to go looking for uh, physical resources to meet your heart's need. I'm gonna give you a water that is gonna be a solution for every area of your life and that is the water of life. That is living water. This living water has the capacity to change you from the inside out. And this river, this water, it flows not from the hands of a preacher that would lay hands on you. It flows right from the throne of God. See, it may manifest when a person lays hands on you or somebody is releasing a word over your spirit or, or somebody is praying for you that river will manifest, the waters will flow. But you should understand the origin is not there. The origin is right at the throne of God the Father. And that's why Jesus said, it is better that I go. Because when I do go, I will send you the comforter. I will send you this guide. I will send you this friend and he is going to lead you into all truth. How many of you know that the river of God is supposed to lead us? See, the river of God is not just for our benefit. There are multiple ways in which we can receive from this river. We can either treat this river as something that we can just receive blessings and benefits from or we can use this river to be our guide, to be our advocate, to be the the helper, the river that will lead us and guide us into our destination. The Bible says in verse 2 of Revelation chapter 22 that this river, it flowed from the center of the main street which means this was a very uh, central place in heaven okay so it's not like uh, somewhere you know in a nice place there is a river no right in the center in the main street of heaven if there is a main street which leads to the throne of god it says this river it flowed from the center of the main street On each side of the river grew a tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. Wow, this is amazing because this should take us back to a a vision that Ezekiel saw in Ezekiel chapter 47. See, when we read Ezekiel chapter 47, without the context of what John tells us in Revelation chapter 22, we may misunderstand or misinterpret what Ezekiel is trying to see and experience. But when we understand it in the context of what John is teaching us and showing us, everything begins to make sense. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel and chapter 47. It says, in my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. Do you remember that the church becomes the temple of God? The church becomes the most holy place? We spoke about this last week. And this is Ezekiel, he's seeing the temple. And it says, in my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple there i saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on the south side the man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance there i could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway measuring as he went He took me along the stream for 1,750 feet and then led me across. And the water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time the water was up to my knees. After another 1,750 feet, it was up to my waist. Then he measured another 1750 feet and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. So what you see here is an experience that Ezekiel is having in the spirit realm. If you read the context, you will understand that he is having an encounter with God and an angel is carrying him to see and experience things that uh, John would also later experience and see in the spirit realm. And the Bible says that this angel, he allowed him a glimpse of where this river, this stream is flowing from. And then he allows him the grace to go into this stream to endeavor uh, his journey to to go into the stream where he can walk deeper and deeper and the angel would continue to measure the distance that is covered and the the further along that he went the deeper the waters were the deeper the stream was and finally It says that he began with the water being up to his ankles, then up to his knees, and then up to his waist. And finally, he reached a place where the water was so deep that he could no longer walk, that he could no longer uh, just stay afloat. Now he had to swim in this water. Now he had to let the water, let the flow of the water control his direction. You know, so many times in our relationship with God, we get satisfied with a surface level of encounter with God. We get satisfied when we have water up to our ankles. We ha- we get satisfied when we have this river of life flowing up to our knees. We think that's it. I have spoken in tongues. I have been filled in the Spirit. I have had a few encounters from God, and that's it. We just become satisfied with that, and yet there is so much more. There is so much more. If we will just allow the Lord to take us deeper, if we will allow the Man of God that He has appointed over our lives to to take us deeper, to continue to measure and continue to take us deeper. You should understand that Ezekiel could have been freaking out because he has never been in these places before, but the angel who was leading him, he has already traveled ahead of him there. He has already gone into these deeper places in the spirit realm. And now he is leading Ezekiel into these deeper places. And that is where we have to be thankful to the angel, to the messenger of God that God has given us in this season to take us deeper. Every week when we allow the Lord to speak to us, every week when we allow the Lord to give us instructions, every week when we allow the Lord to use that measuring tape over our lives and and to show us where we lack and what we need and how we need to change and, and continue to go deeper, we are, we are being drawn into a river. Now, we, we don't know the end of it, but the, the, the leader, the man of God, the prophet that God has given us, he has traveled ahead of us he has had that encounter before he takes us into that encounter and and it is such a blessing it is such a blessing to not be satisfied you know somebody who is all by himself he may experience water up to his ankles and he would think that's it that's all that the river is you know you, no matter how far you travel no matter wherever you go this is how it's going to be so he may become stagnant over there and that is why it requires somebody who knows how deep this river is, who knows when it is time to swim, who knows when it is time to let go, to, to, to help us, to take us further in our journey of experiencing everything that God has in store for us. See, the things of the Spirit, it works in mysterious ways. The more we experience Him, the more hungrier we ought to be. The more we drink of Him, the more thirsty we ought to be. The more we have encounters with God, the more we will desire to have encounters. We will never reach a place where we have had too much of God. We will never reach a place where we are 100% satisfied or too full to eat anymore. And that is how the things of the Spirit works. We go from glory to glory. Let me give you a little more details about the river that Ezekiel experienced. Then he asked me, the Bible says in verse six, have you been watching son of man? Have you been watching? I know you're swimming. I know you're enjoying this river, but have you also been watching? Are your eyes open to see what God is doing when you were in the river, when you were swimming, when you were going deeper and deeper, have you been watching what is going on around you? Then he led me back along the river bank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing up on both sides of the river, which means this, these trees were not there when he went into the river. But now, after a swim, when he began to go deeper and deeper, and he came out of the water, the Bible says there were river, there was trees on both sides of, the, of this river and trees that uh, you know, had fruit. The Bible says, then he said to me, "This river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water, this the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever the water flows. Fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea all the way from Engedi to En Glam. The shores will be covered with nets drying in the sun. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea just as they fill the Mediterranean. But the marshes and the swamps will not be purified, they will be they will still be salty. So what we see is a picture of what this river will do. And God is giving a description to Ezekiel saying, this is how powerful this river is because it is it is going to turn even the Dead Sea. See, the Dead Sea is salty and it's because of its saltiness, nothing uh, alive can stay inside the Dead Sea. You know, we all have read about the Dead Sea or you can research about it. There is so many revelations in Ezekiel chapter 47 that I would encourage you to go back and study and receive revelations from. And you would see how the this Dead Sea, which naturally wouldn't allow any life inside it, when the water from this river this river that carries the water of life when this water reaches this dead sea now at any given point of time the sea has more water than the stream or the river that comes in and yet because this river is carrying the river of life it is carrying the waters of life the bible says when this river touches the sea the dead sea the sea that is salty, it says that will make it fresh, it will be purified and automatically there will be fishes all over the Dead Sea and and there will be fishermen standing on both sides of the sea and, and, and bringing in a catch, bringing in fishes. And I, I believe this is so, so prophetic about what God is about to do in our season, in our times i believe that you and i we are going to see a mighty harvest fishes being caught everywhere and it will happen as a result of this move of the holy spirit you know so so many times we think that if only I can just study the, the word of God better or if I can preach better or if I can just uh, do something different from my side, we will see a revival. No, revival comes as an act of God's spirit moving through us in our city, in our nation. But all that we need to do is allow the Lord to take us deeper, allow our angel, allow our leaders to take us deeper. And when we do travel deeper, we will see we will be able to witness how this river will now begin to transform the world that we live in. We will begin to see how this river will begin to make a dead sea uh, uh, alive again. How it will bring salty water into fresh water. It will purify wherever it flows. It will purify the land wherever it flows. And my hope is that the church that we are part of today, the, the, the congregations that we are part of today, the, in the homes and the families that we live in today, we will, we will pursue to, to flow along with this river. See this is not a river that we will only encounter when we get to heaven. This is a river that we have access to here on the earth. Jesus offered the water of this river to the woman at the well. Jesus said even in John chapter 7 he said this water is for everybody that would believe in me because out of his belly will now begin to flow these rivers of living water because I am connected to you because you live in me and I live in you now you are going to be a carrier, you are going to cause these rivers to flow out from your belly, from the depths of your spirit. This river will now begin to flow. So it is necessary, my dear friends, that in this season, we pursue the flow of this river, the, the streams, this divine river that can flow in our city, in our state, in our province, in our nation. And when we pursue this, Automatically, as a natural result, we will see fishermen, we will see people, that harvesters that will bring in a harvest, that will catch in a a mighty catch of fishes, of souls that uh, will be saved for eternity. You know that we're living in a day and a time when everybody is looking for answers. And I believe that the true answers are in your hands. You are significant child of God. You are very, very important. If you will keep your eyes open and if you will keep your pursuit after God constant, you will be the reason for so many people to encounter their living master and savior. The Bible says, the next verse, verse 12, Ezekiel chapter 47 and verse 12, it says, fruit trees of all kinds will grow along both sides of the river. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fall and there will always be fruit on their branches. In fact, there will be a new crop every month for they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The fruit will be for food and the leaves will be for healing. This is where it connects back to the book of Revelation chapter 22 and verse 2. We read in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 2 how it flowed down from the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit uh, with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. So, I want you to understand what this represents. I, I I do know that everything that we are seeing and reading in the book of Revelation, it has a physical implication, it has a spiritual implication, it has a, a practical implication for us in our day and time. And as much as this is something that We will see the fullness of it in the future. This is also something that we can experience and walk and taste and and enjoy a glimpse of in our day and time. Let me read it for you one more time. It says, there are fruit trees of all kinds that will grow on both sides of this river. Fruit trees that will grow on both sides of this river. So. There is definitely a catch wherever the river flows. See, when the river goes and meets the sea, when this river goes and meets a uh, a corporate, when it when it flows into a, 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 a an educational system. When it flows into a government system, when it flows into a sports arena, when it flows into an apartment complex, wherever it flows, there will be life and there will be catch and there will be a harvest wherever the river flows. But it says that on both sides of the river, on the river banks, there are fruit trees and there are fruit trees of all kinds, not just one particular fruit tree, but fruit trees of all kinds. And the book of Revelation would call this tree as a tree of life. It says, on each side of the river grew a tree of life. So it's not just a tree, it's a tree of life. It carried life in it. Now, do you remember that in the book of Genesis, we see this tree of life in the Garden of Eden? And we see rivers that were flowing in the Garden of Eden, four particular rivers that flew out of the Garden of Eden. And we see a tree of life in this particular garden. And God had allowed Adam and Eve to eat from the tree of life. Now, the question that we have to ask is this, wait a minute, there was no death back in the Garden of Eden. Why did they need a tree of life? there was no challenges no problems why did they need to have a tree of life now here in heaven the question is wait a minute there is no sickness why do you need leaves that will bring healing in heaven there is no there is going to be no pain no sorrow no 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 crying nothing at all why is it that you still need leaves that will be a medicine, will be a balm. Uh, that, is, that is something that we need to understand. That, that God, He is taking us from glory to glory. Now, this is something that we will experience in heaven. That for eternity, we will continue to become more and more alive. He is not taking us only from death to life. He is taking us even from life to greater life. He is taking us from ankle-deep water to knee-deep water. From knee-deep water to waist-deep water. He will continue to take us deeper and deeper and deeper. There is, If you think that what you're experiencing now is the ultimate life, just wait till you get another bite of this... uh, Fruit from the tree of life. Uh, just wait till the the another leaf falls upon you. You experience healing in another area of your life. Just wait till you see and experience that, and then you will understand how much more there is for you to experience and taste of the goodness and the grace of God. Now, just like this has an eternal implication that for eternity we will be experiencing the goodness of this tree. We will be experiencing the fruit that will be bearing 12 different types of fruit, you know, in one crop every month. Throughout the year, it will be bearing fruit. uh, You know, just like it has an eternal implication, it has a physical, practical implication for us in our day and time. Now, we should understand that you and I, we are now part of, of the river of life which is the river of life is the holy spirit which is flowing through us which is flowing from our belly because now god lives inside of us now the bible also says that you and i we've been grafted into the tree of life you know if you read the uh, the illustration that Paul would make in the book of Romans he says we've been grafted into the tree of life we've been grafted into God's tree the there was we were not we were originally part of a very we were like an wild olive branch Paul says but now we've been grafted into God's tree now we can bear fruit now our leaves can become a, a reason for many people to be healed and many people to experience salvation for uh, for the restoration of many people now our fruit the fruit that we bear through our lives can become food for people that we see on a daily basis see when 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 we read this term uh, in in revelation chapter 22 it says that the leaves are used for medicine to heal the nations it doesn't say to heal a particular issue or a particular problem it says it's the leaves it's meant for the healing of nations the healing and the restoration of nations so if you just you know study the word nations in scripture you would see that most of it in fact all of its origin it's connected to Abraham when God called out Abraham God told him I am going to make you a father of nations I am going to make you the reason why all the nations of the earth will be blessed through you through your children through your descendants all the nations of the earth will be blessed god told abraham and what god was telling him is that hey i i know that there are so many different nationalities so many different people groups you know it began from the tower of babel where people tried making or building their own kingdom and when they tried doing that in their own strength, they failed and because of which there was division, because of which there was uh, different languages, different perspectives, different ways of doing things, different cultures, everything began there, right? And, and different nationalities were born out of that, that selfish ambition to build their own Tower of Babel, And then God... Is now telling Abraham who is living in a very divided world who is living in a world that is completely scattered all over the world now he's looking at Abraham and he tells Abraham Abraham two things one you are going to be a father of multiple nations second through your children through your descendants all the nations of the earth will be blessed every single nation On the earth will experience a healing touch. Will experience a blessing. Will experience restoration. Will experience salvation because of you, because of your descendants, because of what will flow out from your loins. The nations of the earth will be blessed. And today I'd like to remind you, my dear friend, that that irrespective of which family line you belong to, irrespective of which church you are part of, irrespective of what language you speak or what is your ethnicity and nationality, you and I, we are legally the heirs of Abraham. That's what Paul said in Galatians chapter 3. Don't you know that you and I who have the Holy Spirit in us, don't you know that you and I who believe in Jesus, we are heirs of Abraham. And just like Abraham was the reason to become uh, the healing of nation, to carry the healing of nations. Now, you and I, we carry that same inheritance. Now, you and I can be the reason for nations to be blessed, for nations to be healed, for nations to be made whole. You know, in this season of uh, a raging pandemic in India, we are seeing such a a crazy devastation in many cities all across this nation, especially in Bangalore where we live, where we have a crazy amount of people falling sick and so many people dying. We've been as a church rallying that we are a church that is a healing hand of God. That just like there is a there is a virus that is trying to bring a wave of people falling sick, we believing that There is a church out here that is going to release the... Healing wave of God that is releasing the grace for healing of nations. This is also physical healing as much as it is spiritual healing. This is also a physical touch of God's presence. See, the answer is not with the government. The answer is not with a vaccination. The answer is not in in programs that are uh, formed by the the this white horse rider, this counterfeit Messiah. No, the answer is with the church. You and I, we are the ones that is going to release the healing wave of God. The Bible says that the leaves of this tree, they were for medicine to heal the nations. If we can truly see ourselves as the answers, if we can truly see how significant we are in a time and a day like ours, if we can truly see ourselves as the, as the point of contact that God wants to release a healing through, that if we can see our prayers, our businesses our uh, investments, everything that we do to be a a point of contact between heaven and the world around us, the heaven and nations that are struggling around us. I believe that if you are on this stream, you are here because you have a heart for nations, because this is a ministry that is bringing revival to nations. This is not just a a local ministry. I, I'm sure that we will have local impact in several places. And yet, this is a ministry where we are believing for the revival of nations. And each and every person that is uh, connected to this ministry, you have a mandate to become a blessing to nations. To, to release the healing wave of God to nations. And how does it happen? It happens when you understand that you are a tree that is planted by the river bank. You are a tree that is planted by this by this river which carries the water of life, that carries the river of life. You should understand that is why it is so, so important that we be a church, we be a family that is rooted. See, because if we are not rooted then we do not connect to the river of life we do not connect to where the water flows if we are just uh, uh, hopping from one place to the other if we are not allowing ourselves to go deeper if we are not getting stronger every week if we are not uh, 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 you know available to you know grow greater every week, then we cannot be rooted, we cannot receive from this water of life. But the more that we are rooted, the more that we are willing to go deeper every single week, the more we will produce this fruit and the more we will produce the leaf. You know, Ezekiel would say that the leaves of this tree, they will never turn brown or they will never fall because the leaves are meant for the healing of nations healing of nations tonight wherever you are whatever community you belong to i want you to have a heart for the nations i want you to believe god to give you grace to pray for the nations, to invest into the nations, to, to release your business, to become a blessing to the nations, to release the information you have, the, the network of friends that you have, the influence that you have, to be a, a point of contact for God to bless nations through your life. Can, can, we, can we grow to a place where we allow the Lord to do whatever he wants to do? uses however he wants to use us and allow us to speak whatever he wants us to speak and those words those offerings those altars that we build in different places it'll become a reason for god to release his healing wave over the nations you know we are living in a time and a day where This is a necessity. We need a physical manifestation of this healing wave. And the church will be the answer. The church, the the real true church of Jesus Christ, a church that is rooted, a church that is planted by this river. This church will be the answer to the problems. We may think that it is a church that has a lot of lights and a lot of fancy things and a lot of uh, people coming. No, God is looking for a church that is rooted. And that is the kind of church that is going to bring healing to nations. Healing and, and solutions and answers to nations. See, there are, two th- there are two kinds of things that you would see on this tree. One is the leaves which will become a healing which will bring restoration. Every brokenness will be healed when we allow this leaves to be placed upon that area. The second is the fruit. The Bible says that the fruit will be for food, and the leaves will be for healing. Right? The 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 purpose of the leaves were for healing, and the purpose of the food was the fruit was that it will now become food to the people around us now this is where i'd like to encourage you and i'd like to prophesy this over your life that not only will you be a reason for your city and your nation and the nations of the world to be healed not only will your uh, work your ministry perhaps or your studies be a reason for people to be healed you will also be a reason for them to be fed. You will also be a source. You will produce a fruit that will now begin to feed them. You will produce a a, a, a product. you will release a ministry, you will start uh, you know, businesses or things that is now going to be a source to sustain the world that you live in. The answer is to, um the the challenges that we are faced with in a time like this where businesses are getting shut where so many people are losing jobs where so many people are uh, at the brink of uh, giving up on their governments that are at the brink of uh, losing their hope uh, from uh, all kinds of systems and structures the answers the solution is that the church the true church of jesus christ will give them the fruit a fruit which will be food for them. And I believe that in this season, you and I, we will have divine endeavors that we will start. Some of you will start businesses in this season. Some of you are going to give birth to a movement. You are going to give birth to uh, things. Even so, some, some, somebody is going to give birth to something that is going to create a social media revolution. Some of you, you are going to come out with ideas, with uh, with small seeds that you're going to plant into the environment around you. It could be a physical environment. It could be an environment uh, in the church. It could be uh, something that you do in your classroom. It could be something that you would release into your neighborhood and it will catch fire. It will be a reason for so many people to be fed. It will be a reason for so many people to be clothed. It will be a reason for so many people to get jobs, to, uh, to be reunited with their families, and, and the Lord is going to use you in a mighty and a powerful way, my dear friend. I want you to remember that you are significant. I want you to remember that the great I am, the great king of kings has now chosen to make you great. He has placed greatness on the inside of you. And if you've been coming on this stream week after week, it is so that that greatness can be sharpened, so that that greatness can be unearthed, so that that greatness can be brought out. And, And the Lord is telling you today that He is going to use you to bring healing to the nation that you live in, to bring healing to the nations that you're surrounded by, different people group. Don't ever be satisfied with your own clique. With you with the people that talk your language that that they just you know do and you know behave like you do. No God is going to give you a blessing of uh, you know of ministering and and equipping and employing people of different uh, races, different nationalities and wherever, Your word goes, wherever your hand goes, wherever your money flows, there will be life, there will be restoration, there will be food, there will be medicine, there will be healing and there will be restoration. I I don't know who is receiving this word, but I do believe that every person that is receiving this word, you will see the manifestation of that before this year ends. Because this is the year where we are being rooted. yeah, And the stronger our roots grow. The deeper our roots grow, the greater will be the results of of our life. The greater will be the power of the leaves that we bring forth in this season. The greater will be the power of the, the fruit that we will produce in this season. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 3, it says, No longer will there be a curse upon anything now for the throne of god and of the lamb will be there and his servants will worship him what is the reason why there will be no curse anymore what is the reason why there will be a blessing what is the reason why there will be nothing detestable nothing that is uh, devoid of God will not be present. It says because the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and his servants will worship him. Do you want to get rid of generational curses in your home? Do you want to get rid of patterns of, of things or of circles, you know, you, we, we keep going around in circles in some areas of our lives. All of it is a sign of a curse that sometimes follows us from different sources and sometimes just out of ignorance or because of wrong relationships that we have associated ourselves with. And the Lord says that there will be no curse that will be there. Because the Lamb of God, because the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and his servants will worship him. So today in this season, if you can host the presence of God in your home, wherever you feel that there is this pattern or this cycle of sickness, can you just host the presence of God in that house? Can you just let the presence of God be the center in your house? Can you just worship Him like never before? And you will see every curse break. You will You will not have to go for... 10 sessions of healing and deliverance and casting out demons no you exercise the right principles and every every bondage that needs to break the anointing inside you the anointing that is upon you will break the yokes will break the bondage will break the curse it says there will be no longer any curse upon anything So I believe that this is something that we can tap into today, that none of the things that you are involved in, none of the things that you are engaged in there, there cannot be a curse upon anything that you are engaged in because your home. Is a place, is a dwelling place for God. Your home is a habitation. It's a throne room for God. God is seated on the praises of His people. So if you are going to constantly build an atmosphere of praise in your home, if you're going to be talking about the goodness of God instead of cribbing about your lack, cribbing about what you don't have, cribbing about what people have done to you. No, if you can create an atmosphere of praise in your house, you are giving God a throne room. And the Bible says that wherever God is seated, there cannot be any more curses. There cannot be any other influences because he becomes the central point. He begins to rule and reign wherever he is seated. And the Bible says that his servants, they will worship him and they will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads. You will see this multiple times in the book of Revelation where God is desiring to write his name on the foreheads of his children. See, the Antichrist, he is going to try and place his seal upon the foreheads of every person that is loyal to him and faithful to him. Now, God says... This is the sign of the fact that you are loyal to me. I'm going to write my name on your forehead. I'm going to place a seal upon you. He says that the ones that are his servants, they will worship him. Not only will they worship him, they will see his face as a result of that worship. Not only will they see his face, now... Because they see my face, God says, now my name will be written on their foreheads. And the Bible says in verse 5 that there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. So this is talking about a time in the future where there will be no need for any lamp or any need for any light because there's going to be no night. There's going to be no dark seasons. There's going to be no off seasons. Every season of life will be glorious, more glorious than the past one, more beautiful than the past one. And if this is something that we are going to experience in eternity, I do believe that this is something that we can tap into here on the earth, that you you can live a lifestyle where you're going from glory to glory, that there'll be no night. Can I just declare this over your life this week, the week ahead, that there will be no light. There will be no night, there will be no need for a light from the outside, there will be no darkness in Jesus name because you are—you have chosen to make sure that you are going to be rooted in the presence of God, you are going to be rooted in the voice of God because the presence of God is the central place in every aspect of your life there will be no more need for external light because his light will shine in your house god's light will shine in your church god's light will shine in your uh, in your health in your uh, business in every area of your life there will be no more night no more darkness no more dark seasons in jesus name it says then the angel said to me where sits Everything that you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. So this is almost like a conclusion to the prophetic word that God was giving to Apostle John. And he says that everything, there are things that you have heard. And there are things that you have seen. They are all trustworthy and they are true because it is happening now and it will happen in the days to come. The Lord God, he is the one who inspires his prophets and he has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen. And I I believe that the Lord has spoken to many of you tonight and the Lord will continue to speak to you as you meditate on these scriptures. As you go back to Ezekiel chapter 47 and as you read these scriptures from Revelation chapter 22, the Lord will continue to speak to you. And when he does, you should remember that everything that God says is trustworthy and it is true because it is the Lord who inspires his prophets. And he has is just telling you, he is just showing you The things that will happen soon in your home, in your church, in your city, in your nation, your life, you will be a reason for nations to be healed. And you will be a reason for nations to be fed. Leaves that will bring healing to the nations and fruit that will become food for the nations. That is your calling, my dear friend. That is your destiny. That is what you will be doing all the way into eternity you might as well get used to it right now that god will use you to become a blessing to the nations that are surrounding you let's pray together father we thank you for your word your word is so powerful it is it is a double-edged sword you, you, you are cutting through everything that is soulish and everything that is spiritual. The word of God, it is parting. It is dividing. It is making sure that everything that is of the soul and of the spirit will be separated. And Lord, we thank you for tonight. You have opened your, the eyes of your children to see who they truly are in the spirit. In the spirit, they are a tree of life. In the spirit, they carry the, the leaves that can bring healing to the neighborhood. In the spirit, they carry answers, they carry fruit that can that can feed and sustain the world around them. So Lord, I pray that there will be an overflow of revelations, ideas, uh, principles, things that will be born out of their spirit this week, this year, as we choose to be rooted in you. I pray, Daddy, that there will be an overflow of fruits. There will be an overflow of healings. There will be so many testimonies that we will see. Because you have given us this word that we will be rooted this year. This year we will be planted. I pray, Daddy, that we will have a fresh revelation of your face as we worship you. And that a fresh revelation of the name that is written on our foreheads. Your name on our foreheads. Lord, I pray that every child of God on this stream will experience you new and afresh in every season of life. That we will continue to go deeper and we will continue to become stronger and that we will continue to become greater. We love you, Daddy. We give you alone all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen. Thank you so much for journeying with us uh, over these last so many weeks. I believe. That the lord is is doing something so deep and profound and i believe that it's just a matter of time before we see the results we before we see the answers uh, that will uh, be born out of the revelations that the lord is teaching us and ministering to us thank you for tuning in thank you for your comments and thank you for uh, the encouragement that you are to each other to to me to Uh, to this entire family uh, here on the Revive Nation stream. God bless you guys. Let's prepare ourselves for the word that is coming on Sunday. Do you remember this? We are going from glory to greater glory. Not to lesser glory, not from death to life, but from glory to glory. There is so much more that God has to offer us. If we are prepared, if we are receptive, then we will receive that from the Lord. Thank you so much. We will see you on Sunday morning.